right, welcome everybody to the comic panel's second edition of um, the news. Yeah, the news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the comic panel presents the uh, uh, comic news or something like that. Yeah. We're still working on it, but this is, like yeah. I was saying, our second uh, episode of our mini-series uh, about the news. Today's date is Saturday, May 29th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Taylan, I think that you had the first uh, piece that you kind of wanted to mention. Yeah, so um, sometime this week, the uh, the 24th, uh, the Eternals, Marvel Studios Eternals, released their first trailer, and I don't, there's, I'm sure a lot of memes being made of like, I saw a lot of memes being made of like, wow, they were just sleeping on everything, like, you know, Thanos, like Thanos came around, like Civil War was around, they were just like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will admit, I, I don't know, Civil War, Civil War, I can understand that they don't like partake in, <laughs> but like. The Avenge, oh, basically the Avengers movies, but like, why was nobody else there? Mm-hmm. It seems like that was pretty important. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I, I rival high schools. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure the trailer even like in some way brings it up without revealing. You know that they're going to explain it away somehow. You know. Oh, oh, oh! I love the part where it's like, so um, Angelina Jolie's character is Thena, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, so actually, Thanos and Thena are brother and sister, or is it cousins? Is Something it, like that. But, I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're all related to him somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I would love to see them play that angle. Like maybe that's why they came out of hiding. They're just like, man, Thanos is just so misguided. Like, well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's dead now, right? <laughs> well, yeah. So they like, we gotta pick up the pieces or something. I don't know, yeah, probably something like that. So, so, how do you pronounce his name? Kumil? All right? Mm, yeah, probably. I, I, will say he's, <laughs> I will say he's probably the biggest disappointment in that he didn't even show up, like, for maybe a minute in this trailer. Oh, which one? Which character? I have no idea. I just know it's Kumil. Yeah, that's the the actor. <laughs> the actor's name, the actor who portrays the character. I, I don't know his guys. This guy's name. Do you know? Which, oh, they got Jimma Chan, which is uh, um, what's her name? She she played N- Minerva in Captain Marvel. I'm pretty sure. Oh, so in they, Minerva oh. was yeah. a Cree, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, which is like kind of confusing because like we're already working with like Greek and Roman names from mm-hmm. like mythology, and Minerva is a Roman name from mythology. So I was like, yeah. wait, is that is that related? And mm-hmm. then I was like, no, that's not related. Yeah. Just a coincidence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got um, the guy. Not is it Rob Stark? Has anyone here seen Game of Thrones? No. Oh, yes, I have. Okay. They've got Rob Stark, okay. they've got Jon Snow, Kit Harrington. Yeah, there you go. Is one of their names. I can't well, remember. Well, I, don't think I think it's Rob Stark. I can't remember his name. I, I, I think Kit Harrington played a different character. I think this is Rob Stark. Well, yeah, but Kit Harrington is Jon Snow, who is also in this trailer, oh, but yes. not as Jon Snow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. 
So then both of them are in here, I guess. Or maybe we're talking about the same person. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so you didn't have a very positive reaction to this trailer. You want to yeah. elaborate on that a little bit more? So, essentially, like, this trailer just didn't reveal anything to me about what this movie is about. It's just a lot of people moving and reacting to something. Oh, they are both in this. Okay. I didn't notice that at first. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got Rob Stark and Jon Snow. In this. Whoever the <laughs> actors are. So yeah, basically, I just didn't like that this trailer didn't really say anything about what this movie's about. That, that that's just it. So do you just not like a, a teasers then? If that if this is what a teaser is, I probably not. I mean, <laughs> do you feel teased? <laughs> <laughs> no, it I, just I, sounds like there was no hook to like yeah. get onto. So yeah, yeah there's I, these characters here, but what about them? Mm-hmm, right. And and I, I will say like this is probably the the first trailer I've ever watched from Marvel and be like I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. So this is That's this a is a new review. This is a new feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the way you said that. She went to with like zero emotion on her face. <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean like I liked it just because like. Maybe it was because I was already set to like not care about the characters at all, mm. but the visuals of the movie were very striking to me, and so I liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give you that. So, okay, it, Cody, you watched it. What was your general impression of Eternals? Oh well, uh, so so we are staying on that. Um, yeah, just a quick like. Okay. Yeah. Basically. I would say that my interpretation was, yeah, it didn't it didn't really say a lot, but it looked kind of neat, you know? I, I'm mm-hmm. willing to stay entertained, or, you know, to, to, to follow it further. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, basically didn't bring anything new mm-hmm. to the table, and I can appreciate why you didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And then she went to... I didn't watch it. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I like the the um, preview images, though some of them look really photoshopped. It's weird. I, I think I like the outfit design for some of them, mm-hmm. I, which is a refreshing thing. I don't know. I don't normally look at like out. I guess I'm so used to like the standard outfits. Mm-hmm. Like, I know not the not the same thing, but Spider Man and then like Iron Man. You just get so used to how they look mm-hmm. that like seeing these characters I've never seen before. And they feel relatively fresh with some mm-hmm. of their designs. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting to me. Okay. Um, so, Cody, you posted this next one? Oh, yeah, sure. So, um, basically, uh, so the cast for Netflix's Sandman, there had been some previous announcements um, of some of the actors and actresses, um, but uh, they have now, there's more of them. And so we've got, um, let's see here. There's Kirby Howell, uh, Baptiste uh, is Death. Um, Mason Alexander Park is Desire. That's the one that I think I mostly knew was Mason Alexander Park. Mm-hmm. was announced like back in February, I want to say. Um, and then Donna Preston is Despair. Uh Razan Jamal was or is going to be Lyda Hall. Uh, Not related to Carter, I assume. 
No. Probably not. Probably. Okay. Because they are alternately aliens and ancient Egyptian. So, yeah. no. Okay. Um, Jolie Richardson is Ethel Cripps, or Cripes, possibly. Uh, I'd say Cripps. Uh, yeah, probably Cripps. Um, and then Niam uh, Walsh is young Ethel Cripps. And then David Thewlis is John D. Uh, K.O. Ra is Rose Walker. Uh, Patton Oswalt is going to voice Matthew the Raven. Stephen Fry is going to be Gilbert. Jenna Coleman is going to be Joanna Constantine. And uh, Sandra James Young is going to be Unity Kincaid. Okay, also, Joanna Constantine. Not related to Constantine. No, yes, related. Oh, yes! Oh, that's cool. (laughs) She is basically the next Constantine in the line. Gotcha. I so noticeably missing from this list is Dream. Yes. So do you think they just haven't casted Dream yet? Or is that is that like it's either going to be its own announcement? It's probably gonna be its own announcement. I yeah, because I'm pretty sure they're filming right now. Um so yeah, it's probably just going to be like either like I mean, you'd have to think that it's got to be a big enough name that it was. It's like you know, going to shock people, or otherwise maybe they just like like the slow burn, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna just okay, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I think all of them look like you know they're probably going to be good in their roles. Um, yeah, especially excited for uh, Matthew the Raven. You know, that's gonna be. Especially since they don't have to contend with him being created in Swamp Thing. Um, they can just introduce yeah. him right off the bat. <laughs> um, so, yeah, moving on now to the casting news of the Craven movie. Craven the Hunter movie that is still, for some reason, happening at is Sony. It, is it a spinoff of Amazing Spider-Man or just... Uh, I mean, if it is, then they're probably not going to mention it, so it's probably, <laughs> it might as well be standalone. Well, well, I kept seeing that it was a spinoff, so I just wasn't sure right. what it was. I mean, yeah, I think, like, to call it a spinoff, though, would be like, you know, it's like, they're gonna make an Amazing Spider-Man 3, and it's going to connect at some point. Mm. I mean, like, technically that's not a requirement of a spinoff, but no. it just feels like it should be. No, now this is what you do. <laughs> you just have him watch TV and then see what happened uh, to Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> With, like, Electro going around, zipping, taking the Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, get into the actual story. <laughs> right, so yeah, so this is... Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, known for playing Quicksilver in the MCU and mm-hmm. for playing uh, Kick-Ass yep. um, in the movie Kick-Ass, mm-hmm. uh, is going to play Kraven, uh, the hunter. It's like it's the same kind of situation that we were we were in way back when Venom was announced and put into production. It's like. I mean, uh, just just starting off, not with the casting, but with the creation of a Craven, the Hunter, um, movie. Oh, I see what you mean. It's like mm. this 
isn't going to have Spider-Man in it. Right. It's, what is he going to do? Hunt some lions? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is... Well, yeah, what... just, I mean, just lean into, like, the weird Russian, like, wildlife documentary. <laughs> with just this, like, planet Earth, but with Craven mm-hmm. instead of David Attenborough. Mm-hmm. Well, so, like, you, 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 um, you know, brought up Venom. What about Morbius as well? The same kind of thing. Well, yeah, yeah. Same. I mean, yeah. Oh. I feel like Morbius has a little bit more room to be away from Spider-Man, honestly. But okay. I mean, Craven's one mission essentially right. is to hunt Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> he's kind of. I guess yeah. Morbius got a solo comic run. I don't think Craven ever did. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. I guess it would. It maybe if they. It, it might be kind of interesting if they bring in Chameleon and like their their Ooh. brothers half brotherhood. Mm. Um, okay, so going back to Aaron Taylor Johnson cast as Craven, right? Um, I don't I don't have much of a problem with it other than I just feel like Aaron Taylor Johnson is too young to be playing Craven. Aaron Taylor Johnson, Aaron Taylor Johnson could do better. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I will say, like, compared to Venom and Morbius, I am way more interested in this movie just with Ta- Aaron Taylor Johnson. All right. <laughs> That's your opinion. Um... <laughs> Sounds like Cody has a strong objection to it. <laughs> I, I just, like I said earlier, I think that Morbius has more dramatic room to, like, explore without Spider-Man, uh, where Craven does not. Oh, okay. And so it's like, what, I, are, what is this movie going to be? I bet it's The biggest be the problem for me is just that, like, has every actor been in a Marvel movie? Just get an actor who hasn't been in a Marvel movie. All yet. right, let's get Tom Welling. Just get somebody else. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so yeah, we we'll move on then with to the two other stories. Um, basically, Amazon is going to acquire MGM Studios. Um, which also like the way that I keep hearing about this is like, oh well, it's just like you know, all of their older movies. And I'm like, well, there's still an active movie studio, right? Like MGM? Yeah. It's... And, and if it's a lot of their older movies, why do they keep putting pictures of their current stuff? Like, you know, when you see an uh, article for it, it's like, it's not the old movies that you see. Right, right, yeah. And and then, so maybe that's like, okay, maybe maybe that isn't the way. It just seems like a lot of people are all like, Oh, well, it's just going to be Wizard of Oz and the old James Bond movies. And I'm like, no, they're also going to be making the new James Bond movies. Mm. They're going to, like, you know, be making all of these different things that MGM had either the licenses to or, you know, the creative rights to. Um, Yeah, I mean, the list here is James Bond, Rocky and Creed, Legally Bond, The Hobbit, Wizard of Oz, Robocop, Tomb Raider, Science of the Lambs, Handmaid's Tale... Fargo Vikings. So, I mean, there's some new stuff. It there. seems like a lot, and it seems yeah, there's new stuff for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like I said uh, in in the post, like uh, another day, another merger. You know, we were mm-hmm. just talking about the uh, AT and T Discovery merger. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is <laughs> Amazon and MGM. You know, it's like I think is 
no, that's right, because Disney bought Fox. So, like, I mean, the the early old Hollywood studios, I think Paramount is the only one that's left as their own. Wow. Um, which technically, like, they're kind of wrapped up in Nickelodeon, but I think Paramount is the parent company, not Nick the other way around. Um, but yeah, Fox is owned by Disney. Disney is owned by Disney. Warner Brothers is owned by AT&T and Time. Um, yeah. And now Amazon owns MGM, and I think that that's all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, technically, funny. Disney is actually a new studio in, in uh, terms of because they're, they were an animation studio first. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, they absorbed one of the old studios. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but moving on to Batman of the World. Yeah. I, I will say, I just read the headline on this, and then I was like, oh, cool, comic book. Sure. Um, but reading this article is like, wow, this is an actual thing. Okay, so this is a, um, a publishing event, never before seen, apparently, um, where it's a comic book it, you know, taking comic book talent from 14 different countries and present their interpretation of Batman in stories unique to their culture. And so it's going to be an eight, a 184-page hardcover anthology, and it'll be available worldwide, digitally, and in print, September 14th of this year. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I that, that was cool. Um, so, it, yeah, it says launches worldwide on Tuesday, uh, just in time for Batman Day, which will be that Saturday. And I'm not entirely certain what they mean by this statement the complete anthology will be localized to the following international territories north america france spain italy germany the czech republic russia poland the languages they're going to be translated into Mm. is that what that means yeah Yeah. gotcha brazil china korea and japan Uh, oh but a little further into the article does say that uh each territory will have its own covers done by local artists from that region so that's interesting Mm -hmm. and not at all just like a collector you know trap (laughs) i got the czech republic cover yeah Yeah. (laughs) um so it says kicking off the anthology will be a story by award-winning duo of writer brian azarello and artist lee brameo and so they're, they're, I guess they're the duo that worked on Batman Damned, Joker, Lex Luthor, Man of Steel, Batman, Deathblow. Okay. So, like, a lot of their Black Label stuff, then. Sounds like it, yeah. Um, yeah, so a little bit about that is, um, in that story, it'll be titled Global City, and Batman will just be kind of reflecting on his time in Gotham, protecting his city and uh, their citizens, from all manner of threats, but when he looks beyond the bridges, alleys, and skyscrapers, um, he realizes that the call for justice knows no borders, and there are wrongs to be righted everywhere. So their story sets off a series of tales chronicling Batman's past and present, stories told by some of the best-known international voices in comics, and they list uh, quite a few of them here. Yeah, I get the feeling that this comic is going to be very safe, though. Probably heavily vetted. By p- mm. the editors in publishing before 
you know, if, if the writers were even looking to say something potentially radical. Oh, I see what you mean. In quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, each international version of Batman The World will also feature its own unique cover. Okay, that's what Jake was saying. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, and so... Um, and then they just list a bunch of uh, international publishing and distribution stuff. Okay. In you know, a summary, this it's called Batman: The World, and it'll be pub- it'll be available worldwide digitally and published on September fourteenth. And it consists of various Batman stories, um, kind of told from different people's perspectives and their cultures. And so yeah. Yeah. Kind of a cool idea. Mm-hmm. God, I can hear the artists scrambling right now for those deadlines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's all the news that we have. Alright. So yeah, this is uh that'll be the end of our um second news episode. Thank you for listening. You can catch us Mondays, 5 to 7 p.m. on KSUA 91.5 FM, The People's Radio. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Comic Panel, It's Comic Time. Follow us on Instagram at The underscore comic underscore panel. Like our Facebook page at It's Comic Time.